Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Well, welcome back once again to Monterey Mexican Grill. It's Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers, and we've got cross-country coach. We've got cross-country runners. We've got football players. We've got a little bit of everything in here with us tonight. Yeah, this should be a fun show, and uh, some quality athletes. We've got some seniors that have dedicated their their careers to Mishawaka and Mishawaka High School. And uh, we look forward to that, and we are going to start with the uh, the uh, head coach of the cross-country team, Chris Kovaleski, and we, t- we got to talk to you probably about this time last year, I guess, wasn't it, Coach? Yeah, about the same time. Just That's right. I think it was right before uh, NIC meet and, and sectionals, which is what's coming up yeah, these next couple weeks. Yeah, postseason. Uh, cross country, everything is very much geared, like with all sports, towards the postseason. But for when you're, tra- when you're training runners, your record during the, the regular season, that, none of that matters. So every team in the state is gearing up for their conference championships this week. Every time, I, I usually get out by the, the river walk a couple times, and I don't know if uh, any of your runners run out there, but I always see big packs of runners out and there a, this a time Monday, of year. Monday, the river walk is a traffic jam. You see St. <laughs> Joe, right. Mishawaka, Adams, Marion, uh, Riley, all those teams use the river walk uh, every Monday. So It's a great backdrop to, to go out and do some drink. So how do you feel you're, you coach both the boys and the girls' team, yes. and I know you're coming off a meet at uh, New Haven over yeah, the weekend, down correct? Down Fort Wayne, correct. And uh, what the girls place fifth over there, and the boys, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. Boys, boys were 13th. It was We got a, a young, developing boys program. We're kind of, you know, we're building that up. Uh, this is one of the better girls' teams I've ever had. Uh, we have, uh, we're... We're 23rd in the state right now, 20th to 24th, depends on the certain polls. And that's without our top stud freshman, Sarah Bashara, who's currently out, and she'll be back in the postseason. And so it's an exciting group. We have uh, three senior leaders. Uh, one of them you will talk to a little bit later, Faith Quintana, along with Kyra Young and Rachel Albera. And, and we have a lot of young girls on the team. So it's a great mentorship of senior leadership, kind of leading some of the young girls that we have come along. Yeah, he talks about Sarah Bashara in the freshman race. That was earlier in the county race. She ended up uh, right at the top of that race, and that was exciting to see because she did some great things at John Young Middle School. She did, and uh, she's the best freshman I've ever come into the, the high school program, boy or girl, uh, as far as with times and championships won at the middle school level. And that's going to be tough because you're trying to temper that. you got to basically tell the parents and tell her, calm down, we're at a different level now, and to kind of – you know, just take it one uh, week at a time. One, and I maybe I got a little bit too anxious in her training because she looked awesome in her training. That we, you know, probably I'll take the blame on getting her hurt because um, I don't want to. I don't want the kid and, and the parents to feel bad. But she's she's the whole deal. And a lot of 
with a lot of my other athletes as far as attitude, work ethic, not just talent. And when you talk about a freshman like that coming in, you talk about her time coming, that she's the best that you've had. That's putting her in some pretty select company. It is, in a, and it's tough when you've had a runner like Anna Rohr on your program. And Anna was good in middle school, but nothing like Sarah was. But Anna, kind of, just the, it's the classic, you know, even in football, you get a, a kid who comes in, you know, who's a two-star athlete, suddenly becomes, you know, an All-American. You get a kid who comes in who's a five-star and doesn't really do much. I, I really don't care what they do at the middle school level because there's so many other uh, attributes and uh, factors that when, once you get to the high school level. So she, but she has the talent and the attitude. Uh, so right now as my coach, my primary job is not to screw it up. So, Well, go ahead, Dean. Well, Sean, what I was going to say, what's unique about the cross-country team in Mishawaka and, and similar to our track program, the last five or six years we haven't had a track to practice on or to run on. But we don't have a home track, actually a home cross-country place where, where we host meets. So we're always on the road for cross-country. Yeah, cross, the, the NIC um, does not have dual meets during the week. Uh, when we moved to the NLC in 2020, they do have Tuesday, we call them Tuesday night fights. We, we will be <laughs> racing every Tuesday night, and we will have to go back to Wilson for our home meets. It's a big uh kind of argument going back between the coaches some coaches like to traditional tuesday night meets uh, many of them and i'm one of those that do not we like to focus on the saturdays because that's how our postseason and it's the best way we feel to train runners but so we will have to go to wilson in 2020 but for right now we haven't had a home cross country nor home track meet uh since at least 2013 Chris Kovaleski, he's the coach of the Mishawaka cross-country teams, both the boys and the girls. And uh, you, you talked about the the different attributes that start to set you apart once you do get into high school. What are some of those things for your runners? When I'm looking at athletes recruiting, is work ethic and how bad do they want it attitude. Uh, talent is one thing, but we've all been across and seen those athletes that have a tremendous amount of talent. But, you know, when you have the talent without the desire, that's, that's, that's a tragedy. And so I'm looking for kids who really want it, who are self-motivated. The self-motivated uh, is the number one attribute I look for, any athlete. And, and, and are they coachable? And if an athlete is coachable, the sky's the limit, right? And regardless of talent. And if you get an athlete who's coachable and they, they have a, a strong desire, in addition to talent, that's, that's a coach's dream. So that- how excited are you for the new track? I mean, we looked out at it today. and, and It's like show. Christmas. It is like Christmas that, you know, you go several years that you're going to get a Christmas, and it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. More so, not just for myself and, and Coach Shaw, the, the boys' track coach, the staff, but more f- for the kids. And, and I think we're honestly going to have some, some kids when they're able to get on that track for the first time who are going to shed some tears. The toughest thing was last year, we thought we were going to get the track last year. We had some uh, construction issues we had to work out that were out of our control. And having to tell the kids, hey, we're not getting the track. And to see the tears that the graduating class who just left, that they would, would, they would be another class that would leave without a, without a senior night. So I'm really excited to watch their faces when we're able to get on that track the first time. And if Mishawaka Caveman fans are listening, the track is now one hour old. <laughs> the Strapers the line just pulled yeah. out of town, literally <laughs> pulled out of town an hour ago. So I, the track is drying, and it, it'll be dry here in another couple hours, and then we're going to let it I could not resist. Before I got over, I did walk out to the track, and I was walking between the lines, and I walked the entire 400 meters around the track taking a look because I, I couldn't resist. You know, I had to see it for the first time when everything was fully striped and painted. Well, it's a, to me, it's a unique-looking track because of the color. It's kind of got that clay, that red clay 
kind of look. Are, are there many others like that? Yeah, that is this a area? standard Dominion 300 level Dominion tracks. Those uh, poly. I like how you know the model number. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a 300s. <laughs> Uh, so it is one of the better high school tracks you can get in the entire area. Uh, we, we right now will have the best track in the entire area that I know of. I think the best track in the entire state is Kokomo's, and we go there for the regional. And uh, But I don't think we, – we have a million-dollar track, and that would have been a million-and-a-half dollars if we wanted. Um, but, I'm, it's you know, it's like Christmas, and I'm not going to complain at all Could we have uh, a, a, more than I ever wished for in a track. And what was unique about our situation is we had a six-lane track, and if you know Mishawaka High School, it butts right up to the high school. Right. So we actually had to move it out over the curb, knock down a fence, knock down a wall, and take it out. So we don't have much of a sidewalk on that end now. Okay. But we have an eight-lane track, and, and the it's, administration it's awesome. did go above and beyond. And that we had there's gas lines that had to be moved. We had to work with the city, so it wasn't like the engineers came in and said, "Hey, this Just, is how we yeah. can make eight lanes work." We actually had to work with a lot of moving parts. Uh, that that went along to that. I thought that w- if we were ever going to get an eight-lane track, we were going to have to go off campus. And then it was like Mishawaka, obviously in a, a city with not a lot of land available uh, where you can put a track. So I thought we were just going to be doomed to fate to have, an, have a six-lane track for the rest of the time. The new guy coming in, I mentioned, you know, Baker Park has a, And before I even got the sentence out, people were like, no, it's going to be at Steel Stadium. We're going to figure it out. And even if it's going to take another year. So, well, there's a lot of land out there, and, and it was it was firm that we were going to have it at the high school. The aesthetics and people who have been to Mishawaka for football games or tracks, the aesthetics of Mishawaka High School uh, with the background background of that school is, is unique. You know, I, don't, I don't really realize people how special it is when you travel around to other schools across the state or even in the country, just how beautiful our track and football facility is without high school and as the background. You got as we mentioned, you got NIC coming up this weekend, sectionals the week after that, and we've got to get into a break here in just a minute. So before we do, give us a quick preview of both of those. Okay, we have the conference and then the sectional, and then we go into the regional semi-state. Right, Penn is heavily favored in both the boys and the girls program, unfortunately. Uh, but you know they got a great coaching staff over there. Our girls are a very it's us and Penn basically battling it out on the girls' side. Right. On the boys, it's going to be Penn, Riley, New Prairie, and us. Uh, considering the boys, so the girls will be a great race. If we have if we have a 100% healthy team, us and Penn will be a thrilling race to watch. All right. uh, on the girls' side, um, and Penn and Riley and New Prairie and, and us will be a good race to watch on the boys. All right, sounds good, Chris. Thanks Thank again you. for for joining us. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. anytime we can talk cross country. All right, so sounds good. He's Chris Kovaleski, the cross-country coach at Mishawaka High School, and we have a couple of his runners, Faith Quintana and Dylan Williams, coming in next. We've got Mishawaka quarterback Sam Shively and uh, the rover from the defense, C.J. Fisher, after them. So we've got a lot still lined up here tonight at Monterey Mexican Grill. It's Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT. I was just ogling food as we were coming back from break at Monterey Mexican Grill. It's easy to do. The uh, the table with all the cavemen at it, cross-country coaches and runners and football players. The food just came right as uh, we were getting ready to get started in this segment with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Stiers. We're going to be talking to Faith Quintana and Dylan Williams in just a second. Now, I want to mention, Dean, 
this is actually homecoming week. I inadvertently said last week was, but this is actually homecoming week, so that means a lot of different things going on and this week. And you were week. right for the class of 68. They came back last <laughs> yeah, week, so go. it was a 50th they were out there anniversary. cheering and yeah, everything. they were there, but <laughs> we do have homecoming week this week for the students. We're going to have a, a big football tailgate on Wednesday night. That's going to be out in our parking lot, and then we don't have pep rallies in Mishawaka. We have motivational symposiums. Ah, okay. So... Friday, 2.15, we're going to have a motivational symposium. That'll get everybody fired up for the weekend, and uh, that includes our, our soccer teams who are going to start playing in the tournament here real soon and our football players and cross country. So we've got a lot of things happening right now. Our tennis team's playing really well this year as well. All right. Sounds good. Faith, is this a real thing, the motivational symposium? Is he yeah. just making that? That's no. that's a real thing. Tell me tell me what happens at, at these motivational symposiums. Um, there's you. Like, all the homecoming people come out, the court, and um, Last year the they had a little plays, bit of dancing going on, too, sometimes, or dance contest. Sometimes Mr. Um, Buckman plays in the band. Yeah. All right. Well, we were just talking with uh, Coach Kowaleski about the new track that that uh, is now official. It, Mr. Hubbard here was just telling us about the stripes being painted on the track this afternoon if you got a chance to to actually see it yet how excited are you about the new track finally being there yeah it's really exciting um i saw it kind of today on my run i didn't i haven't gone on it since the lines went on but um i'm pretty excited that we can actually have home meets this year dylan how about you uh, i'm really excited because like these past few years for track it's been kind of tough always having to go to john young or something to do our practices and get like speed workouts in and it's just really nice to have, like, our own track finally and one that's not, like, full of holes and everything like that. <laughs> that's, that's always good, right? Yeah. The track without the holes is the best kind yeah. of track I always find. So you're a member of both cross country and the track team. What, what do you run when track season is here? Um, I usually do long distance. So I do, like, the mile and the 3200, but I also do, like, the 4x8 and the 800. Have you always been – how long have you been a runner? Ever since seventh grade, so about going on six, seven years now, almost. Tell so, so, so tell me what you like the most about being a, a distance runner, especially because that's something when I was younger that I could just never get into. It's one thing to to run for training, but it's another thing to actually do it as your sport. I've always kind yeah, of it, thought it's definitely something that isn't for everyone, but it's really it just it makes you feel so accomplished when you can do it. I think that's part of the reason why I do it too. Because it just makes me feel good that I, I can do something that a lot of people ha like struggle with. But also, like with the high school, the family aspect is what I really love about the sport because it just makes us all come together, and we know that we're all in pain. So when race day comes, we know that we can tough it out for each other. You guys are both seniors. I'd like, I'd like for both of you to talk about when you came in as freshmen and then – Coach Kovaleski, you must think he's like a mad scientist at the beginning, but by the time you're a senior, you understand it, and, and you guys are probably you guys are probably training some of the freshmen to say, okay, this is why Coach wants us to do this. Yeah, um, I was really excited in my freshman year to come in, and now I'm probably going to be pretty sad to leave, but um, it's I still remember like all the seniors when I was a freshman, so... It's like a good reminder for me to always like be a good example to the freshmen and leave them with good advice and stuff. Yeah, Dylan, what's maybe something Coach preaches to you guys that you know, okay, this is something that he's going to tell us and he's going to tell us this every year? The practice and the miles matter and that like 
you can like practice all you can and you can like get in best shape you can but come race day the mental toughness is what's really going to matter and that's something like I've struggled with myself over the past couple of years because I get stressed out for races and everything but I tell myself that if I push myself mentally I'm going to be able to push myself physically and be a better runner. Do you, do you find carryover of that into other areas of your life with your studies and, and just different things like that? Most definitely. Like, I get stressed out with school a lot too, and usually I always just tell myself to keep pushing through it because it's just like a 5K race. It's like I'm on the 4K, almost to the 5K. Just got to <laughs> push a little bit further. Go ahead, Dean. Yeah, Faith, I, I was going to ask you the – the sectional championship that you won last year, it's its become kind of a Mishawaka thing. I mean, it was my first sectional champion, and so I was out there, and I, I, I saw Faith come. I'm like, yes, this is it. This, <laughs> you know, being the director of athletics, you've got all these sports going on, but it was such a proud moment for me. But I can't imagine for you in the last couple years to see some of your teammates win, but then as you came down the hill at Erskine knowing that you were going to win, what was that feeling like for you? Um... It was really exciting. A lot of it had to do with like just believing in myself because the year before I knew I had a shot to win it and um, and I started like fading back towards then. But luckily one of my teammates was right behind me and she took the win, which I'm really glad for. And then uh, last year I was um, I just knew like it would be up to me to keep the streak properly. So. One of the one of the moments that I remember, not just her coming across the finish line, but uh, one of the girls fell, one of the uh, girls from an opposing team, and you were the first to cross the finish line, but she was seven or eight or nine girls down, and, and she went and helped pick her up, and it was such a great I saw some of the other girls from our rival schools come up and congratulate you, and it just made me feel good because when you have those rivals telling you congratulations, you were awesome, and then taking pictures with you, you know that you've made some friends through the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what now, with both of you being seniors, this is going to be your your last NIC meet, your last sectionals, regionals, cry, the whole thing. I know. I know. So, so what 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 do you kind of, what what's kind of your approach, kind of knowing that that this is now that going to be the last go round for both of you these next few weeks, hopefully deep to in deep into October, I guess, right? Uh, definitely is bittersweet, and hope I'm not trying to think about like the end right now. So like, come in I see, I want to focus on NIC and push through that, and then come sectionals I want to push through that. But right now it's just it just makes me want to work even harder because like these past few years I've been on teams where like we've said we wanted to go further than what we have, and we never really lived up to it. And I just want to actually live up to what we've said. Before I let Faith answer that, that same question, as a senior, Coach Kovaleski was kind of talking about a, a young boys program. So have you kind of taken it upon yourself, leadership and things like that, to kind of try to bring these guys along before you leave the program? Definitely, because um, after my senior class graduates, our cross-country team, the guys at least, is going to be actually really young and inexperienced, and I try and do my best this year to show them the ropes, and show them what it actually means to be a caveman and part of this cross-country team. All right. Sounds good. Faith, last go-around. The, um, the, the question to you. Yeah, it's really motivating, especially my um, other teammates, Rachel and Kyra, we're all, we're all seniors. So it's like we're just all trying to like do our very best for our last time around. 
Is it kind of keeping keeping your eyes on the prize? Because I know you guys would love to get to state this year, and you know you've got a very, very difficult road to get there. But is does that motivate you each practice to say, if we can do this, uh, we know we have a chance this year? Yeah, I think we all know we have a pretty good chance, and we're all, like, working together to um, push each other. Like, we'll remind each other if someone's, like, falling behind. Like, like we want to go to state, right? And it's... Yeah, it's a good motivation for us. Yeah, one of the great things about our cross-country programs is you see them cheering for each other and pushing each other, and even in practice, these these kids work together. The boys want the girls to do well, and the girls want the guys to do well, so that, that's a lot of fun to watch. All right, sounds good. Faith Quintana, Dylan Williams, thank you both for coming in tonight, and uh, good luck to you here as you get ready for NIC and sectionals and, and uh, on down the road. Thank you. Thank we're, you. We're going to take a timeout. We've got a couple football players coming in next, Sam Shively. And C.J. Fisher, along with Dean Hubbard, the athletic director at Mishawaka. I'm Sean Styers, and this is Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard, I'm Sean Styers. We're joined now by a couple of football players. We've got the quarterback, Sam Shively, and from the defense. He does a little bit more than, than just play defense, but we'll talk about that. The rover C.J. Fisher. So Sam's got the microphone in his hand first, and you guys are coming off that win over Elkhart Central Friday night to improve to 5-1 and one overall, now 3-0 and oh in the NIC. I guess what there, – there was so much more experience coming into this season compared to last season, starting maybe with you since last year was your first year as the quarterback. So – when you guys came into this season, you've got a new head coach and the whole thing. What kind of what, what were your goals? What were your expectations coming into this year? Um, coming in into this year, I honestly was not sure because we had an inexperienced O line, and our O line is our is key. Right. If they have to be good for us to be successful, and they were inexperienced, and I wasn't sure what was actually going to happen this year. But they've stepped up this year and they've done their job. So. And that's kind of something we were talking to, to Coach Shaw about that very thing last week. And I asked him, what, what was your biggest question on offense? And that's exactly what he said, the offensive line, because it's not like you lost you know, some, some guys who weren't any good. You lost some, some really good linemen from last year's line. Yeah. And you take care of those boys, right? Peyton used to buy his offensive linemen cowboy boots and things. So you, <laughs> you, you help them out a little bit, right? I haven't yet, but I will. <laughs> All right, yeah, we had a couple of them here last week, and and they did up the Monterey. That's they, right. They were, they were filling up. That's right. Everyone's uh, having the burrito. Sam, I'll let you hand that to CJ here real quick. Now, CJ, as I said, you're the rover on the defense, and that's a new position for you. You were safety last year, mm-hmm. kind of like Drew Tranquil. You went from – playing safety to play in that rover because you guys switched to the 4-2-5. So, one, what do you think of this new defensive scheme and, and then, two, the, the new position you're playing in it this year? I uh, really like the 4-2-5. It, it kind of gives us the uh, option to defend. I mean, we can defend both the run and the pass with it. The four down linemen really help. Uh, you can't really stop anyone, any run game with only three down linemen. And then the, uh, the five defensive backs, we can align to any formation. It gives us a lot of flexibility back there. Well, I think that's the biggest thing is you guys have played such diverse, different offenses from just about week in and week out. You go from a wide-open passing attack like Adams a few weeks ago to, to, to grind it out New Prairie just a couple of weeks ago, and you're able to adapt and, and beat both teams. What, what maybe 
is the most challenging offense that you've seen this year? The most challenging offense would uh, most definitely be probably New Prairie. Uh, just just the whole nine linemen, two running back scheme is uh, unique. Now, CJ, you guys have come up with some turnovers the last few weeks. That uh, It, it kind of started with the Adams game, and that must have been fun to see the confidence building and fly into the ball, but then be rewarded with some, some picks and fumble recoveries. Yeah, that was huge. Uh, it's always nice when you can get some turnovers. It, uh, it just makes the game a lot easier. You don't have to uh, grind out a stop. You can just uh, one play can change the possession. Yeah, Sam, I got to ask you, you said last week that you didn't care who scored, you just wanted to win the game, but at the end of the day, when, when they were calling your number, it must have been like, all right, that, uh, that whole drive down there was just methodical. You guys took a lot of time off the clock, but then when it was time to punch it in, uh, you must have trusted your offensive line and then found that hole. I lost you in the camera because we were, <laughs> we were showing you, and it was like he should be right there, and then all of a sudden you snuck around that left side. So there must have been a hole that you saw that maybe some other people didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before that play, Coach told me what the play was going to be, and I got to the line, and I, was, I wasn't quite sure about it, but then uh, I just I trusted that we were going to execute our assignments, and I told one of our halfbacks to change his assignment and just go block, and I'll, I'll follow him, and that really worked, and we scored. So I, I hear that you like to change plays a little bit out there. <laughs> How much of that is, is just you sort of seeing something like that every now and then and, and just the, the difference in experience playing in your second season as the quarterback in this offense um a lot of times we'll come out and it'll be a set play but it won't really be a good look at that look that we're getting so i'll have to adjust to the play and change it to what would be a good uh play so you guys have played some good teams so far i mean you you talk about the adams team throwing the ball so well and at marist you had some challenges there and you knew new prairie was going to be great elkhart central came with everything they had and had a great running game for you guys for it to come down to those final minutes it must have been special in one in one sense but at the other sense you've got championship experience playing baseball was there maybe a calm about you that hey this is why we play here we are in the final minutes driving down and then the defense it was still put on you guys to make the stop at the end I mean our offense for sure we wanted the ball with that six minutes left we wanted it we knew that we were going to drive that down and we were going to kill some clock and we trusted ourselves to get in the end zone so and just when they they got the ball back, you knew they had a great quarterback, great running game. Uh, to be able to seal the deal, the game wasn't over. Oh yeah, uh, we we put in a dime package for that exact situation, and uh, we're just well, we feel like we're well prepared uh, for every situation. Our coaches do a great job of uh, uh, keeping us ready. Sure. CJ, we were talking earlier before we went on the air, and kind of about Elkhart Central and Mark Brownlee, their running back. I mean, he was a guy kind of like your guy, Chris. Harness, they both had over 900 yards going into that game last Friday night. And in the first half, he, he managed to, to find some holes and make some plays, but you guys really bottled him up in the second half. What was the biggest adjustment that allowed you to do that? Uh, I, I think our linebackers just uh, they, they refocused on their keys, and they uh, everyone just kind of took a breath and uh, remembered the assignments we worked on all week, and we just uh, got the job done. I want to ask both of you guys just about their tradition because you walk through Steel Stadium and the tunnel, and 
not every place has that, but to know this place has been there since 1939, you look in the locker room and the tradition up there, can you feel that when you're, when you're putting on the uniform or maybe looking or maybe even talking to some of the coaches or former players of just how much they appreciated being part of the Caveman family? Oh, certainly. It's special. Uh, you know, I've, I've gone to games ever since I was, you know, like four years old. and it, I've always just dreamed of playing high school football. And when I finally got, got there, it was special being in the locker room and uh, just going out there playing on the field in between the, those uh, stadium seats. It's, there's nothing like it. Sam Dean was mentioning baseball, and you guys are actually both three-sport guys. You play football, you play basketball, you play on the baseball team as well. You guys won that sectional last spring on on the baseball diamond and then in the first round of regionals you beat Penn and you're you're actually committed to pitch at Taylor University next year and you got to start that sectional against Penn and and against a, a pretty good pitcher on the other side in Ryan Lynch so what was that like to kind of be on the mound for that and to be able to beat the the team that's your biggest rival in a game of that magnitude? Uh, coming into that, I definitely had a chip on my shoulder because I did not want to lose to them again. I knew we should have beat them the, the first time I pitched against them, and I, I really just wanted that win. So I dug deep, and I found, how to, found out how to win that. And that was just a couple weeks earlier that, that Penn got them in the, in the last inning, and so it was pretty fresh in, the, in their memory. But going back to that sectional run in the championship, that was a great run. You guys beat Plymouth. It was at Laporte, and then, and then you get to the championship game and win that, and then to win in the regional, that was amazing. Talk about that, CJ, just the run that you guys had and the excitement, and um, that probably helps you this season too, just with the confidence and, and building together and knowing that you can win those close games. Oh, it, it was certainly special. We have a lot of guys uh, from that baseball team that play football, and it's, uh, it's kind of a mentality, you know. Uh, we So many games we run, we won uh, by one run, and we got out hitting those games, but we just stick to our game plan, which was uh, uh, don't make errors on defense and capitalize on their mistakes on offense. And uh, it's kind of the same way for football. You know, we're, even if we're down, we stay calm. And uh, we just find it's, it's just a knack for winning. And I think Mishawaka has that. Sean, we had a, had a cool story. We had, had I promised them fire trucks. If they won the sectional, we'd have fire <laughs> trucks waiting. And they're coming into town, and we had cameras and, and families and people waiting. Right. And they got to the school, and the fire truck stopped. And I'm not sure who needed to get on the fire truck, but what was that about? Because I, I never did find out because the fire truck stopped, and I'm like, well, you're supposed to go by the school. And then all of a sudden they came by. What was up with that? A.J. Rosebush uh. took, I think he went home separately because he had something going on, but then he got it resolved, and uh, he was missing out on the fire truck. So so he uh, he was on the side of the road, and we pulled over to the side, and he hopped on the bus to come <laughs> celebrate with solved. us. Yeah. Okay, that's going back to June. I never did figure that one out. I was like, well, wait a minute. That's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Sam, watching you play quarterback, and, I mean, obviously an option quarterback is, is different than your traditional quarterback, but I noticed on the roster it looks like you bulked up about 20 pounds or so from last year. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So you, I mean, when you're an option quarterback <laughs> – you guys are laughing. Is that true? Did you really put on 20? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So <laughs> 12 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so in any case, you, you look like you you really kind of relish the contact out there. How, how do you kind of approach playing quarterback in that offense? Honestly, it doesn't matter who's lined up against me. I'm just going to run the ball as hard as I can. Coach tells me three yards is a good play. So I'm trying to get that three yards every single play. And if I get more, I get more. 
Well, we've had an amazing atmosphere this year at the first two home games. Absolutely. We've got home games coming up 7 o'clock this Friday night against St. Joe, and then we take on Marion again at home the following Friday night, October 5th. So you guys must enjoy the atmosphere, the new video board, and it just seems like there's an excitement. And obviously, as you guys are playing and winning, it, it creates that buzz even more. Oh, absolutely. It's very exciting, especially with all the new features, all the fans that we get, and I think this week's going to be even more exciting with it being homecoming, all the – even more fans that we're going to get right there. So, well, and I want to thank both of you guys. You're working with champions together and helping out everybody. And, and inclusion at Mishawaka High School is a big deal. So helping that program out, thank you very much for all the things that you do, not just with football and baseball and, and those sports, but also uh, for other kids around the school. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for coming out tonight. Great season so far, and, and best of luck the rest of the way. Looking forward to it because, I mean, the schedule doesn't get any easier. you got St. Joe, Marion, and Penn. I, and I, I mean, those are going to be some some pretty pretty big matchups, but I think you guys are definitely up for the challenge. We're we're excited to be out there for it. And we look forward to seeing your basketball season here in a couple months as well. Thanks for coming out, Sam Shively, C.J. Fisher, Chris Kovaleski, the track uh, cross track and cross country coach, Faith Quintana, and Dylan Williams as well. Any final thoughts, Dean? No, we just appreciate WSBT and Monterey hosting us here, and and we would like to invite people to come out every Monday. Try the burritos. They're not bad. They are very good. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, guys. All right, so for Dean Hubbard and uh, Jerry Janowski back in the studio and for everybody else, I'm Sean Steyers. We will talk to you next week. Caveman Corner right here at Monterey Mexican Grill on WSBT. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.